0: Kate and Alley and Designing Women will not be on tonight. Oh,
1: how could you do this to us? Well, that didn't seem very fair.
0: But they'll return next week.
1: See you then. Chief O'Hara. Yes. Dash to the roof. Flash the bat signal. Yes, sir. Atomic
0: batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Roger. Ready to move out. <laughs> So, welcome to another edition of Talking Paragraphs. I am the old paragraph stacker himself, former newspaper man, current teacher, Daniel Finney. And with us on the line
2: from the sweltering city, is it
0: Charm City, the world's most dangerous accountant, and perhaps its sweatiest one, Memphis Paul. It's been a rough morning, Paul. It was a rough morning.
2: I'm recording myself now. God damn it.
0: But uh, everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Welcome to another edition of Talking Paragraphs. I am the old paragraph stacker, Daniel Finney. With us on the other line across the debris field between here and there is the world. Most dangerous accountant, and possibly its sweatiest, Memphis Paul.
2: I am here.
1: I, I have uh, taken one shower today, one cooling shower, and I, I may take another. Can you hear the cat in the room? Yeah. One, uh,
0: do do the cats have names? These are these are feral cats.
1: Uh. that's mama cat you're hearing and then there's mm-hmm. sweetie who's not making noise and is less feral showed up as a kitten and has kind of remained closer at hand and yeah. more of a people person
0: now your mother uh, wh- who li- lives with you uh, used to keep lots of cats and she gave you a cat many years ago named Bill, who uh, who my ex girlfriend Jessica, who works at the Animal Rescue League here in Des Moines, determined was a Turkish van. Yes. Which and we had a great fun talking about what a Turkish van is. There's swimmers and thicker shoulders and yeah. all kinds of
1: they're from the van region of Turkey, which is called there's a lake van.
0: It's down by them. the river.
1: They, uh, they swim. So I guess the fact that the lake is, is there is part of the name because they're swimming about in the lake. Uh,
0: right. The joke is, cats, it was from a band down by the river.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, the, these cats, I don't know if they swim or from Turkey. I think uh, Sweetie is like a marble has marbled coat yeah i'll take a photo that you can post for the liner notes uh so that people know what i mean marbled or tur- you know like a turtle hmm. i don't know what the exact name is it's got it's, uh so it's got like a mixture of colors sure uh within a white belly but uh yeah.
2: Now are these cats friendly? Um They're not actively attacking me, so that's
1: something. <laughs> that, that's that how I low appreciate. our standards
0: that's that's how low our standards are for interaction with any creatures on earth at this point. It's like, well, they didn't post anything uh on social media that's, you know, said negative things about the owl. So, There's no that's, lawsuits.
1: Right. Uh, uh, there's no present. There's no present litigation. There's no uh, NCAA uh,
0: investigation. You know that's that's, that's, that's right. Good.
1: Paul, and they're not physically physically attacking.
0: Uh, Paul, I uh, we we have a big card today, but it's full of wafer thin tags.
1: Like a Dagwood sandwich. There's a lot in there, but it's like yeah,
0: none of it's filling um the first thing i want to do is i want to discuss with you because you're the popular half of the podcast whenever our super listener nancy Gilcrest writes she talks about how much she loves you my parents ask about you um they ask about elvis they ask about all the stuff i i want to consult with you but i think it's time we rebrand ourselves Um, talking paragraph is kind of a... What what it was was me giving the middle finger...
1: Hold on. Does that feel like old media? Is that what you're telling me?
0: It does. It does. It's old media. This is new media. This is probably old media. AI is probably doing something way more interesting.
1: Is Jorge 3, our new uh, marketing guy, Mm -hmm. is is this his idea or... uh,
0: he prefers to be called Jorge Junior Plus One. Um, sure. He 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 and I had a conference uh, right. by the pool. Uh, he was giving me a deep bone massage, and right. Jorge said, "Listen, you've seen all of the buzz that recognized genius goofball." Elon Musk has gotten out of renaming Twitter X. Gosh. Now, some of that publicity has been negative because I guessed, and I did not anticipate this, some people were really attached to that little blue bird. And now the little blue bird is gone. Forget it. It's gone. Yeah, No more. Uh, you no longer tweet. You throw up X. Like some kind of giant game of tic tac toe.
1: I I assume it's like um, LeBron James when he gets that talcum powder on his hands and he st- throws throws that up in the air somehow.
2: Yeah, he's, he's throwing X's up but- in the air. Yeah. Um,
0: our uh, so Jorge and I mm-hmm. uh, we we opened up. A we convened a uh, market research group like that scene from Mad Men. Um, oh. and we, we ran through a series of ideas with the uh people at the pool, uh, which just oh. happened to be uh, a few random kids from the neighborhood. And we said, Hey, we have this podcast, but we want you to, you
1: well. Well, I would, I would stoke their ego, like, "Hey, you guys are what's new." yeah, 'cause they're young.
0: Yeah, you guys, you guys are the next generation of consumers, and we want to know what you think. And they said, "Well, why are you doing this?" And Jorge was like, <laughs> yeah. "You're a genius." Y. Elon has got Oh, the letter Y? We are Y. We are now Y. This is podcast Y.
1: Not uh, W-H-Y. No, I think just Y. Why. Why, why do this?
0: Because I don't you know, know what they're asking. Who cares? They they don't time. listen to this. But they don't listen to this. So we're going to be Y. And then
2: I'm going to make it known that if you know
0: I think we should get Elon uh, wants to buy us out for you know did, what even so he, the mid mid. mid
1: 50, someone had the X. Yeah. At whatever. What however Twitter works. Yeah. For you. Oh the uh, you the at the at
0: X account that no one used. Yeah. Someone
1: had it though. Yeah, maybe as an, as an investment, they had it. Like sure, a, like a T bond or the left T. Someone also bought T as an investment. Yeah, there was that whole period
0: uh, where people would register domain names of companies yeah. and then sit sure. on them. You know, yeah, the, and the company would come yeah. along and be like, "All right, here's some money. Fuck off." But so
1: there was a time. People, yeah.
0: Yeah. That Elon.
1: Person, he just took, he, he just, just took it. <laughs> so, have you gone? Have you gone? Have you registered Y? Have you looked to see if Y is available?
0: No, I haven't. I wish you'd have been in the Jorge. meeting before Jorge. you start bringing Jorge. up Jorge. all these. Yeah. Jorge's on vacation.
1: Jorge, make a note, Siri, talking to Siri, my uh, smart assistant. Siri, wow. send uh, a note to Jorge 3 yeah. on his on his Apple Watch to register Y. And if Y is not available, CSWHY is available. And if it's not available, CSWHYY is Oh, so that's 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 two wise. Why why? And if that's not a maybe add a question mark at the end. And then, then if that's not ava- if, if
0: that's not available, to hell with it.
1: Yeah, that's right. Send that send that note to Jorge three. Right. And we're just gonna hope that, that uh, in message, over and over yeah. and out. Siri. Oh okay. yeah, we're back on the call. So anyway. Uh hopefully one of those is available and you know you, if it becomes absurdly successful sending tweets from that account then uh No hopefully throwing up Xops. Oh sorry. I apologize. Uh hopefully Elon just doesn't steal it. Um yeah. and make it his own. This is so obviously a brilliant idea. Uh
0: yes, it is. I had hoped this would be wafer thin, but here we are in a uh, different no, context not, not altogether. I, not
1: every not every idea has a simple genius of
2: that.
0: Here's a wafer thin take. Last week we talked about the media made up hashtag that the media made up and then they talked about as if it was something that people
1: were talking about
0: and then got people Uh, to talk about it.
1: Barbenheimer.
0: Barbenheimer,
1: yeah.
0: Referring to the movie Barbie and the movie Oppenheimer, both of which opened on the same weekend, and they did pretty well. So you found, because Paul is the research machine of this podcast. People, yeah,
1: people were throwing up X's. Yeah. On on the X.
0: Yes, just X going to give it to you, and you came across what we believe to be a we be, we believe this to be a parody, but it's close enough to something that could actually happen that it might mm-hmm. be real, and the only reason that I I, that I suspect it might be real is it's not on zero edge is hashtag Wappenheimer. And it shows like a whopper with the usual trimmings.
1: Well, I sent I sent you something. You did. Is that that's what you're referring to?
2: I am. So
0: there's a but real
1: story and then and then there's a fake narrative here, Dan. Well, Walk, why don't you, you
0: lay down the? Why don't you lay down the truth, and lay down the other story, but don't tell me which one is which.
1: So one is it's an ad campaign because uh, for Burger it King it but, Well, different fast food places will be like, oh hey, um,
0: yeah.
1: So the remake of Ghostbusters is out. So we're doing a special Ghostbusters uh, shake, yeah. And there'll be a toy you can get all the vehicles or the the different characters.
0: Come get, come get a
1: Ghostbusters
0: Afterlife happy meal, that kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Or or come to come to Burger King and get your Star Wars commemorative tumbler glass,
1: yeah, cup or yeah yeah, shot glass a phaser, yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: a phaser, sure. I, you know what? I'm not going to correct you on that. I'm just going to let the Star Trek and Star Wars fans fill up the comment.
1: Uh, it used to be you could go to a joke shop. Yeah. And you could get the the Marco Marco uh Groucho Mark glasses. You know the heavy, sure he, heavy um bushy eyebrows.
2: We should or, explain to. You-
0: younger listeners what what a joke joke shop shop is is. because i don't think because that's all on the internet now but there used to be like places in the mall or in a strip mall somewhere
1: where do we we need to explain what a mall is
0: probably at least within the next couple of years yes but you there used to be physical stores that you would go to and they sold instead of amazon right and they sold um, gags like you could buy a whoopee
1: cushion, you
0: could buy electric hand buzzers. Yeah, the like, uh, oh, look, at, look gum, at these
1: delicious peanuts, you know, and you open it up and a snake flies out at you.
0: Yeah, gum, uh, gum that oh. tasted like onions or something, you know, uh, <laughs> that kind of stuff. That was what was at the yeah. joke shop.
2: You and probably
1: buy a tape of the Jerky Boys see, making crank phone calls.
0: See, now there's another thing we have to explain, because what's a crank phone call? Everybody's everybody's phone has caller ID, and nobody answers a no number one. they don't know. Yeah. Like, when's the last time you picked up your phone and said hello to a number you don't know?
1: Well, I did do that, and I'm, i really. That.
0: Like, well, that's shameful just shameful even the cat says i don't it's
1: old media so it uh, was
0: anyway, all right let's uh, let's get these wappenheimers out of here because we're on take two of 18 and we're about to take a break
1: the wappenheimer uh one reality is burger king has uh done in coordination with two movies which doesn't sound reasonable uh Created the Oppenheimer, adding Oppenheimer to Whopper. Yeah, because they knew it, that Barbenheimer was going to be a thing with
0: a with a new radioactive sauce. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, it's atomic. Uh, it's very hot, spicy. Atomic, yeah. um, you know, like one of those ghost uh, peppers. Sure. On it. Yeah, and it's got the face of Siren, whoever whoever the lead is
0: Donald Cillian, Cillian Murphy's on the drink up. Uh, yeah. Cillian Murphy. Uh, yeah.
1: The, the no the fries. Oddly the enough. Fry. Fries. Sure. Um, so that's one narrative. And then the other narrative is that uh there's a rapper who if I if I was ready for this take, if I read mm. these things. If I attended the production meeting. Sure. Uh, I think it's uh uh, I I can't tell you. It's on the tip of my tongue. Anyway, people release tracks. They'll put it out. They'll say, hey, I'm going to drop this track this date."
0: Yeah.
1: And I don't I don't know how you get it. If you, if you pay for it, if you go to their website or if it's an Apple. You go to the Apple I don't know store, how anything works someone. anymore. Anyway. His so
0: name is Gucci Mane.
1: There, there you go. He's yeah. very successful because there was a photo of him trending. And he
0: had
2: this massive necklace that had lots of diamond stones in it. Any mushroom uh, clouds? Uh, Like a gold-plated
0: mushroom cloud. Does here's another thing? A question about the burger itself. Does it have mushrooms on it? Because if it doesn't, it's missing an opportunity.
1: Because of a mushroom cloud. Yeah, Uh, I see what you did there. Um <laughs> I think it's a veggie burger that's just made veggies of veggie of ground mushrooms. That is an insult to Robert Oppenheimer, a veggie burger. He
0: loved uh
2: hamburger. He liked to he
1: liked He the, did
0: he did enjoy a good steak before creating well done, a though. weapon of mass destruction. I, I don't see what the problem is. A problem with steak. Just, you, you eat your steak, you drink your whiskey, and then you go to work and find ways to blow up you know, and kill you hundreds of thousands of people. You know, that's you aim what.
1: for the stars. Aim for yeah. the stars, and if you miss, you might even, you might hit London. That's, that's what all the new Corps say. <laughs>
0: I thought that was a German saying. It was. Well, yeah. I don't know who said that. Yeah, I believe it was. Uh, I believe it was Fred. 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 This is Fred. Fred. Uh, Fred. Fred Himmler. Not as famous as his brother, but that's what he said. Uh, do you want? We got five minutes here to, before the break. Do you want to try to get one more in here? Sure, sure. <laughs> uh, some of these are. I'll, I'll, we'll do this one because we got a lot of kind of sad sports news here or lame sports. I'm out at Tasty Tacos, which is a local taco chain here in the Des Moines yeah. area, with my buddy Mimi and. We're sitting there, and who rolls in but David and Lisa Bluter and their family. Now, Lisa Bluter is the coach of the Iowa women's basketball team. I've known her since we were kids at Drake when I covered the women's basketball team for the student newspapers. She comes up. She's great. Gives me a big hug. We chat. Talked about our friend uh, that had passed away. Uh, and my day is instantly better. I mean, I wasn't having a bad day, but it's, you know, it goes, yeah, yeah, you go right up to a nine. Uh, She's just real and earthy. And you're like, she's one of those people. It's like, she's in the kind of position where she could be like, I don't have time for this. You covered me when you Mm -hmm. didn't even work for a real newspaper you know, 30 years ago, I don't, I don't, I barely remember yeah. who you are, like I had, like I'd been in her office yesterday, uh, uh-huh. and you had, you had said, hey, take note of that, take note of the fact that there are occasionally people, this was your advice to yeah. me, who uh-huh. can elevate you, that, uh, yeah. that, that take you, it's that take just, things up enough.
1: Well, it's, it's just life advice, like, yeah. What do you do to be successful? Just act this way. Is It's a it's a positive for for anyone. Whether you're yeah. uh, uh, the king, or, king or queen, or pet, you know the court jester, uh, mm-hmm. it does nothing but but help you and everyone around you. It's the positive and uh, right.
2: Uh, she
0: the, she's, she. Came over before her family left. Uh, she came over and took a selfie with me, right? And I, just, just as a side note, the last time that we took a picture together was when Clinton visited Drake, which I believe you worked the catering to that event. I uh, was on
1: standby for that. Oh, yes. Uh, I got paid, but I, I didn't present the, the meal, but it was like, you have contingencies when you have someone that important. Uh, that's even better. That
0: you're on standby for a Bill Clinton event that you don't actually have to go to. That's that's and you get well, paid. Goodness. That's better.
1: And I, I, you know, I think I got to eat probably the same thing he did. Uh, yeah. Which was something very simple. It was like beef tips, yeah, gravy and rice. It wasn't like you know flame on or whatever or something. Sure. There, there were high higher dollar items, but uh, sure. uh, yes, but yes, I was there for that event.
0: And anyway, unbeknownst to me, somebody had taken a picture of Lisa Bluter, and I was happened to be standing next to her. And so when Lisa got her prints back, she said, "Oh, there's Dan Finney." So she, out of her her own volition, sent me in the mail. a a copy of this photo which i still have here in the vast many archives of me and lisa bluter and and bill clinton and so i said to her i said the last time we did a picture together bill clinton was in the middle of the picture she's like yeah i remember that it it was a lovely time and there'll be more more lovely times for you dear listeners after this station break stay where you are Algebra cutting into your beauty sleep? The intense orange taste of tang will blast you out of your high top! Not exactly a morning person? Dare you try the out of control orange taste of tang with breakfast? Yeah! There's tang and more tang for a bigger orange blast! Vitamin C, screaming orange
2: taste! Tang, it's a kick in a glass!
0: Grab a bucket and mop Scrub the bottom and top There is nothing so clean That's my burger machine With a broom and a brush Clean it up for the rush Before you open the door or to shine on the
1: floor When we've been in one den But
2: all over again Tell me what does it mean At McDonald's it's great
1: Of iconic vehicles to collect new micro scale and authentic detail like the X Wing starfighter with incredible action features, the Millennium Falcon with an opening cockpit, smooth quad cannons, and fully detailed interior. Blast off, it's loaded with lights, sounds, and action. Incoming Imperial Tie Fighter, Pew Pew, pew. He's down. A galaxy of fear. in the palm of your hand.
2: Scouts, micro galaxy squashes, and jazz words, each sold separately. Batteries not included.
0: Welcome back. To a, from a series of commercials and sounds that did not pay to sponsor it You are welcome to pay to sponsors us. Venmo me at, at newsman one, also at paragraphstacker.com. All the ways that you can send me money are there. The money goes to keep the podcast going. You're like the listeners of NPR or the viewers of PBS, you know, you're 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 just paying for this thing that you enjoy. You're putting a little donation into it. Because Paul and I put time into it. I put more time into it than Paul in the sense that of the production value. And Paul puts a lot of time into saying, We could probably talk about this for a couple of minutes on the podcast. And then he has to actually a lot of, actually a lot move around his house to is. find a place where he's got internet singles strong enough to make a zoom call so i mean think about that folks the level of energy that he had exposed as a southerner nonetheless uh so i went to barbie with my friend mimi and i don't i don't have much to say about it because like many things i went to it i enjoyed Myself, I think, because I laugh. I don't remember much about the movie. Other people do because they're Xing, they're throwing up X's left and right about it all the time. Um, Some people are calling it an intersectional feminist triumph. Other people are calling it a man hating. Uh, manifesto. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest with you. I watched it, Margot Robbie super hot, and I watched yeah. Margot Robbie for about two hours. If I were uh heterosexual but female, uh, and uh, Ryan Gosling basically wore he, he didn't, have was, a... yeah, didn't have a shirt or had a shirt open. Ninety-nine percent of the movie, and he's a cut, muscular dreamboat kind of dude. So with a chin dimple, I don't know what that is, and I don't want you to tell me. Don't honey boo boo that for me. I'm not going to look it up. Want to remain ignorant? Um, all I'm saying is, I went to the movie. I thought it was, here's one thing. Here's the one thing I remember about the movie. The the Helen Marin is the narrator and she uh, it, they're making some point or Barbie is making some point about hey, Gosh, it's hard to be a woman to try to be assertive and whatever and also have to be look perfect all the time. It's just impossible to look perfect all the time. And Helen Mirren cuts in and said, "Note to filmmakers: Don't cast Margot Robbie if you're trying to make this point." Oh, yeah. which made me laugh. Like, yeah, you're right. Margot Robbie is one of those genetic to. freaks that's super beautiful no matter what. That's all I remember about it, Paul. I don't. I don't recall walking out of there thinking that rip movie was really shaking its fist maybe i've become immune to the men are horrible or just accepted that i'm horrible and don't even hear it anymore um and i certainly didn't it certainly didn't change my perspective on whatever the hell intersectional feminism is i know what it is but i'm not going to give it credit for being a part of my life so that's that's where i'm at with it paul You've not seen yeah. it. You, you uh, may see it one day. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: You won't go to the theater to see it.
2: I, I might have. I, I have a few things
1: going on this weekend, but but otherwise, I might have. I forgot about it last weekend, and I might have. Yeah. I, I guess it's it's not like the holdovers with Paul DiMondi where. I've gotten an order on my phone, but uh, uh, I wouldn't be averse to going, but like you say, it's one of those I might just uh, wait for it to show up, especially since it's made so much money. It's, it's sure to show up on some service and be talking right. about, like, here's where you go to watch this, you know. So, uh
0: I will say this much about it, It, while the production of it is well done, there's nothing in the production that needs to be seen on the big screen, like craved, like we we went to the latest Mission Impossible movie, and they always do it upright, like there's always some guy walking on the side of the world's tallest building, or in this one, they, he's, He's jumping a motorcycle off of a cliff and skydiving to catch up with the train. There's always like a series of stunts where you're like, yeah, that's better here because it's so much bigger. Mm -hmm. And sometimes there are smaller films that are also great on the big screen because of the splendor of it. Uh, but this is not something that compels you to be at the theater to see it.
2: So there...
1: uh, No, go ahead. uh, I had uh, said to myself, I, I don't know that this is like the plot of this, it's it's a children's toy it's been around forever but the G.I. Joe films weren't good no but my hope was there's a lot of uh, costume design that goes into this uh, toy on the street and uh, it could be enjoyable in the way that Umbrellas of Chabot was and uh, our friend Cliff from college football, yes. It said, uh, "Well, Greta mentioned that umbrellas was uh, an, uh, you know an influence, and apparently umbrellas is something that's shortened like curb, you know, curb your enthusiasm uh, or MJ. We know that's Michael Jordan, but anyway, setting that aside, uh, this idea of uh, this movie that came before, like oh well, this gosh, do I watch this or do I watch the original? You you saw uh, Umbrellas of Sherbo and kind of did
2: uh, uh, a little film study.
0: Well, you had both mentioned that movie, both Cliff and you had mentioned the um, Umbrellas of Sherbot and it was on Mac. Well, why not? It, it's a lovely little old-timey romantic comedy that's also a musical it's a the yeah. style of musical where you sing but it, with the cadence of regular speech there's a word for it but i can't remember what it was the anyway best,
1: the best the best thing about it is the uh, imagery uh,
0: yes the the colors what people would say. Yeah, the colors are spectacular. Now the colors are are of the period, but there are lots of pinks and teals and bright, very bright and vivid. And so is Barbie. I mean, there's a lot of pink in that movie, uh, but they're all all of the colors are are vivid and yeah. and lively. Uh, so that would be a good place to go for inspiration. Um, so I did watch that, and uh, and I enjoyed it. What happens is, you and I will talk about a movie that's either playing, or coming out, or whatever, and then you'll mention like six films for whatever reason, or we'll be talking about anything, and you'll make it, you'll quote it from a movie, and then I'll say, "Well, I haven't seen that," movie. and
1: uh, <clears throat> I did this more in college. Which,
0: yeah.
1: Reset. Um, I would make friends with someone. It's like, oh, let's have a movie night. This movie reminds me of you. Here's why. Yeah. Um And uh, I, I watched a lot of movies, but I guess that was a time when you would have a blockbuster or three in your town. Sure. Uh, and you know, I said the local WPN network had. Popcorn theater on a Saturday, um, so a lot of the film watching came out of that. Um, and then going to college, I think there was a not a blockbuster, but like, oh, we have classic films on our hills, you know, like mm-hmm. we're proud of that. So that that only got expanded in college. Um, You had watched another film? Two more.
0: uh, I watched Solaris, which you had mentioned. I think when the Clooney remake came out, whenever it came out, you crapped all over it. I don't know if you saw it, which would not stop you from crapping all over it. But when the Clooney remake came out, you were like... It's no way it's going to be as good as the original. And I haven't seen the Clooney remake, but I've not, I had not up until this week seen the original. The original is very trippy, Uh, not in a drug sense, but in a, there's a lot of stuff going on here. And I would not pretend to understand all the things that were going on. It in short, The Russians, the Russian movie.
1: You would need an understand. You would need an understanding of Russian philosophy and literature and culture. probably. Yeah, there's some
0: Russian stuff going on that I don't know. Here's here's the here's the one minute capitalization of that film. The Russians have a space station over a planet. So I don't know if the space station is called Solaris or the planet is called Solaris. That wasn't clear to me, and I haven't looked it up. But the people who are on the space station keep going crazy, and it turns and so they send this psychologist up there, who has problems of his own, and he he gets up there.
1: That's the, that's the inspiration for the Sandra Bullock character, by the way. right? She's
0: she's depressed, didn't even want to be an astronaut, uh, so she gets excuse me this this Russian psychologist. He gets up there and he starts seeing his dead wife who had committed suicide when he left her. And it turns out like everybody sees visions of people from their past that I apparently torture them. Like it drives them, drives them slowly insane. And so they find some way to fix that, but you know, it's, it's a masterpiece of mood and it's, I, it also visually, uses I, color,
1: interesting. It's you know, visually
0: spectacular. Visually, it's
1: good too. Uh, yeah.
0: So I watched that. And by the end of that, I'm feeling pretty smart. So I watched Rounders, which you referenced in some conversation. And I watched that. Up, and. and, right. and I got to the end of that, and I'm like, well, that's over. I'll never have to see that again. Um, the, my favorite part of the movie was seeing Ed Norton and Ben or not ben, uh, Matt Damon getting the hell kicked out of them by a bunch of state troopers whose game they yeah. crashed. I, so, li- I like that.
1: Fa- the fancy, uh
0: woman. Yeah, Famke. Her partner.
1: Uh, seeing her pine for uh, Matt Damon. Matt Damon, completely plausible. And, He's not her uh, kind of girl.
0: He's more of a mini driver type.
1: And it's fun to see um, Malkovich eat an Oreo That's in, a, in a jumpsuit.
0: Uh, yeah, playing a Russian. I,
1: yeah.
0: Here's the question sure. I have: Is in that scene was that Malkovich? Or was that John Cusack controlling John Malkovich? John You know, from being John Malkovich. Like that, oh, that weird. Oh,
2: oh. You go through that yeah. door
0: and then you're controlling John Malkovich.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh good question. And I don't know the answer. I uh I, I feel like the Oreo probably says that, you know, Cusack, like the control, when you get inside yeah. of his head, in that little yeah. room or, is or it, whatever. Is it Cameron used, Diaz? Used, Cameron
0: Diaz was in that movie? I think she got to control Cusack yeah. for a while.
1: I think he used the Oreo cookie to control. He rotates the top, or <laughs> takes it off, or like the stuff, and it, depending on what you did the Oreo cookie, it, it, it controls his.
0: All right, that's enough of that. A man uh, got 33 months of jail for an extortion plan related to false claims that Georgia Tech coach Josh Pastor assaulted his girlfriend. I have two questions here, Paul. How did Josh Pastor go from being fired at Memphis to coaching Georgia Tech, which feels like a promotion? And then secondly... Yeah. and then the second question is is the man who's going to jail in any way connected to Northwestern like a former student uh, a coach of some kind what
1: uh, I like that that's a good theory I blame, yeah. I'm i going to blame anything that feels like a dubious news story on Northwestern journalism there's, there's a link there um, <laughs> until proven otherwise uh
0: yeah
1: Georgia tech is an acc school which everyone agrees is like right up there with the big 10 for um, year-on-year best basketball conference. so it does feel like an upgrade pastor yeah. was like I think, he, I think he was like a bag man for um cal Perry, you know he was like one of those star uh, recruiting assistants and when Cal Perry left, uh, they just went with him, and he was pretty average. And Penny Hardaway's been pretty average, although more of a media darling. Yeah, wow. interviews around Penny Hardaway because he's the former pro. the pastor. I think he's pretty overrated.
0: Isn't isn't I he guess, like guess, isn't he serving a suspension for some kind of recruiting yeah. violation?
1: Um. I'm not aware of that, but, um, he seemed nice enough. He just wasn't a very good coach. It's like Memphis has a big stadium and a a big tradition like there were teams in the sixties that were really good. And, uh, we're, we're like a big fish in a small pond and we just have them. We haven't actually been very good. Uh, it's all, all and, um, I, I, I guess I kind of suspect a coach like Bassner of, of being, doing illegal things. because what, what else is he doing? Uh, he's got to be doing, there's got to be something that he's doing, because it's not like, oh, this guy really coaches that player, so he'll get me in the NBA, uh, so I don't have any proof there. I, I will say this about Georgia Tech, in all honesty, that... Uh, mm-hmm. I, you know, I applaud their integrity of sitting by this person. You know, it's like, oh, he didn't do this. We're sticking by him. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: Because the easiest thing to do is like, oh, this guy sucks. Let's just get rid of him. And this person won't have anything to uh, uh, blackmail him over. Because uh, he won't be in a position. <laughs> you know, he'll be out of a job. He'll just be a Joe Snow, Uh but, uh, uh, but go for Pastor, get his name in the paper for something. A, it wasn't going to be a winning basketball games.
2: <laughs> yeah. So we
0: move on to Newf- Northwestern, mm-hmm. oh. which can't stop the disaster of hazing. A volleyball player is now suing the suburban Chicago school for some nonsense. I've not read up on the details of this, but it was hazing related. The two or three football players who were going to attend Big Ten Media Day are skipping it because they don't want to take the heat for this stuff that other dudes did or maybe they did related to hazing. Uh, I I wish I was a better person than this, but I'm just delighted by this story. Not that people were hazed, that's sad uh, and stupid. I'm delighted at this because Northwestern is a snooty school. And we went to school with Chicago suburbanites who didn't get into Western Northwestern and ended up coming to Drake, which was easier to get into than Northwestern. And so I'm just sort of I just can't. I I I sometimes it's just the car wreck that keeps happening. And you're like, there's a systemic brokenness to all of NCAA athletics. So I'm stunned. I'm stunned that Penny Hardaway got in trouble for recruiting violations because I didn't even know that that was possible in the era where we just pay people directly, you know, the aim image likeness rights. How do you even get in trouble now?
1: Yeah, I don't think
0: he's very smart. No, somebody somebody else got in trouble for this, too. Uh and I just I, like we're we paying them directly now. We don't have to drop the duffel bag off of the crop duster into the back forty. Yeah. Yeah. You you just hand them the money and in in a, on a target gift card or whatever, I don't know. But
1: well, I think you you are like Kim McMahon with the publisher's clearinghouse. You don't you don't <laughs> hide it in the duffel bag, you have a big check pose next to with uh sure they have a lack or whatever it is yeah. whatever the, yeah you yeah. it
0: published in the hometown paper like oh yeah. look look what this kid's getting just to stand next to uh the buick out at the at the dealership so i just this is what happens when you build a culture of idolatry but i don't what i what fascinates me is it's not happening or they're not getting, they're not having the problems with it at at the problems, meaning people are complaining at Alabama, like Alabama every now and then has like some minor, you know, traffic violation kind of problem, or they have a kid who gets out of line, which can happen to anybody.
1: That's Georgia, but but I take your
0: point. But you know what I'm saying? But like Mm -hmm. with Northwestern, you've only had like a couple of halfway decent football season and you're, and you're at the level of like the whole program, the whole athletic department is now riddled with uh, problems related to this stuff. It's, it's uh, fairly uh, amazing to me.
1: Well, it's a snowball effect. Someone does it and then it's like, you pick up the paper, newspaper, and it's like, oh, we're suing, for, wait, how much money? Uh, wait, how much money does, how they the out here? I, I guess I just thought, I paid them a, a bunch of money, they have a bunch of money, but yeah. they don't really need my money, so I'm, I'm gonna sue them because, uh, They shouldn't be doing this to me, and and there's money in it,
0: so. Um, uh, yeah, Northwestern uh, is not that far removed from being the joke of the Big Ten. They're just not. They they were always like an easy win. Like Iowa would always go there yeah. and shit the bed, but they were always like uh, not a contender. So Vanderbilt
1: they, they got rid of their sports programs and then right. a couple of years later, they brought them back. Uh, it, it does feel like Northwestern could just do this. Like, yeah, we're, we're, we're out. And I don't know, uh, if they would throw them out of the big 10 at that point. Uh, yeah. Uh, cause it's, I don't know how Vanderbilt was able to do that and still be a, a, a member. You know, an academic member, uh, you you just divorce yourself from that 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 side of things. But uh, yeah. it's good. it has to be financially better for them because you know all these lawsuits, uh, they're not they're not making money off of it. Right. Uh, and I I wonder if the don- donations will suffer too. You know, bad press, and we'll we'll find something
2: yeah. else to private
0: check to well I don't know <laughs> I can't agree that's all that matters I don't know all right let's speed round this up we got 10 minutes left uh, Arsenal Minute what do you got to say
1: Um, they're doing well they've signed some players they're in America uh, doing stuff uh, can't lose which segues
0: perfectly to the uh, Yankees. Yeah, the Yankees can't win. It doesn't yeah. matter uh, <clears throat> who they who they play. They, there's all these who are they going to go after on the trade deadline? They're Not going to go after anybody. Uh, they're well, Matt, terrible. They should they should be oh, they should be selling. Uh, yeah, well, he's ta-ha. not available.
1: Well, they talked about signing them. Yeah, I think we talked about this off air, which is like you do that and it becomes how obvious the rest of the team isn't good. He's, yeah. he's the best pitcher and the best hitter, and it's not even close. And it just reveals how far away you are from uh, legitimacy. And I don't know that that's a smart play, uh, if you're like the manager, or the GM, Or the owners. uh,
0: Yeah.
1: uh, The emperor of no clothes. Um, (laughs) But he's lucky for them, he's been pulled off the market by the. Sure. Decided not
0: to deal. I, I want the GM to be fired, but I think his contract is recently extended. I want Aaron Boone to be fired. Uh, he'll probably be appointed manager for life I want Hal Steinbrenner to sell the team uh, that'll never happen uh, the only player that's worth a damn is Aaron Judge and he just came back from the DL everybody else is hitting terribly uh, I, I it's not a fun season they haven't been fun to watch in, in years uh
2: the are
1: the last noteworthy the, the last noteworthy things that they've done was celebrate uh, Aaron Judge's home run antics last year. Right now, Roger Maris came to the ballpark and then throw up some X's uh, and then yeah. the right. monument, cavern or whatever it is. Sure. Um,
0: I mean, they're. I think, they're <laughs> Listen to these
1: batting averages,
0: Paul. Here here are their starters' batting averages. Uh, 253, uh, excuse me, not 23, 216, 246, 261, 210, 234, 205, 255, 290, that's Judge, and 198, that's Juan Carlos Stanton. so, they're just they're, – they're they're terrible. They're no fun to watch. They're, there's talk about well, who could they add to make themselves better. I think it's who can you subtract to make yourself better because this year is in the hopper. It's all over. You know, there's not there's nothing you can do. Ah. You want to – and the, plus, all these guys have huge contracts, so you're not going to be able to move them. Uh, a lot of the guys Bye, are – are they uh thirties, you're not going to yeah. be able to move them.
1: I mean, they're, they're selling tickets, you know, they're making yeah. money off concessions, but the yes network and, uh, you know, they have bets with, uh, is, uh, is what's it knows fired yet, you know, and they yeah. keep not firing them and they just double that money every time. <laughs> but, no, we're not firing them. You know, they got friends yeah. the placing that bet.
0: Peter's Palace. That's that's the moneymaker for him. So, it, it is. That was longer than a minute. So, one joke for this:
1: George R. R.
0: Martin, the creator of the Game of Thrones theory, his stuff with HBO is on high, on hold because of the writers' guild strike and the actor strike, uh, and he's basically said that he's on hiatus. And my joke is. How can you tell the
1: difference? Um, I I like that he finds time to uh, comment on these things. Yeah, I, I think I think he's living a fun life. Uh, sure. He wrote. His, he wrote a few
0: books. His whole I'm life is like, trolling the people who want him to finish his book.
1: Yeah, I'm not dead, but I might as well be. Yeah, you know, and I'll uh, put out one chapter every couple of years that I'll read on the sci fi conditions, you know, comic book, yeah. whatever. And if people buy me drinks and try and tease out, you know, well, you finish the book. Uh, <laughs> why, you know, why give that up? Why, why finish it?
0: Um, so, you know, a squirrel. In Memphis, got tangled up in a power line and knocked out power to the University of Memphis. Yeah, which you and I remember thirty-some mm-hmm. years ago. The same thing happened at Drake. A squirrel got stuck in a transformer box, blew up the right. box. Feel
1: you know, like this was a weekly story. There was some woodland creature that. Uh, some kind of habit you know like power out one of the dorms or a
0: classroom or there were two problems the squirrels at drake were very bold they would come right up to you they wouldn't run away the way squirrels elsewhere do woodland squirrels run away from humans but the squirrels at drake would run up to you because they expected food from you because they idiot Students treated them like pets. They're vermin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I think Drake was a high-strung school, a lot of achievers. And I think they picked up on that. And maybe they were a little suicidal, these squirrels. And they just, they did things they wouldn't normally do and died in terms I don't know why the Memphis squirrel was suicidal on the power line, but... Uh, ah.
1: I don't know, but it did make me feel like, uh, you know, we're not that different, you know? No. we got squirrels, we got squirrels. The uh, if there's
0: anything that can
1: relate it, if there's
0: anything that can bring us together to the nature, it's squirrels who screw up power lines at uh, insignificant universities. <clears throat> I also think these squirrels are behind the break-ins to your car. Yeah, I, that's what I think. Uh,
1: uh, they could be. Yeah. Um, it's an old car. It people have tried to break into it. Well, I think that's easy. But then you can start the car, and it requires a satellite key. So, like yeah. now you're angry, maybe you're like throwing your your uh, break-in tool. I don't know, yeah that's that's a silk screwdriver what what what's your credit card you know you see credit cards to break in the hotel room.
0: I don't think that's how that works anymore anyway
1: i don't know I don't know what's done, but there must be some frustration over the last many years of trying to break into my car because i've am now having trouble i've given up entering the car from the, the driver's side. I, I, I get
2: into
0: the passenger side, but even if the uh, the, the, the lockhorn is jammed. Yeah. Well, it, I got be I went, the world. We barely got time for this last story. We've we've cut yeah. out a couple of things. Taylor Swift, America's sweetheart. Uh, Travis Kelsey, who plays. Uh, for the kansas city chief tried to slip her a bracelet with his number on it and she didn't take it she didn't want to meet him and i feel like welcome to the club with the rest of us all right everybody be kind and behave
2: uh, paul good to talk to you say hello to your mother Well, I guess we can close the file on that one.